You're now tuned into the Everyday J Podcast. This is episode 15. It is Friday, 4.41 p.m. I number to start a podcast, but shit, what do you want me to do? In the background, you're listening to the smooth grooves of Isaiah Rashad, Heavenly Father. One of the best songs I've ever heard. Gets me through my days. Considering I can't play too much of it, I'm going to cut it off right the fuck now. Any music that you hear from me is stuff that I listen to on a regular basis. I don't play no bullshit, so you'll probably never hear no Little Pump or Little Sky or none of them little motherfuckers unless it ends with Wayne or some fucking body because we can't just be running around just listening to any old goddamn body. And I've never experienced so much music that sounds exactly the same in my fucking life. Now, I don't listen to the radio, but when I do listen to the radio in other people's cars, I swear... It just sounds like an hour full of one fucking song. I've never, it's like, it's no individuality in the game at all. Now, I may be talking my age right now, but I remember growing up in the 90s and also the 80s and early 2000s. If you sounded like somebody else, you liable to get your ass whooped. Niggas don't take too kindly to biting back in the day. Now it just seems like everybody just go get their face tattooed. And, and and put some colorful yarn in their fucking dreadlocks, and now all of a sudden they're a fucking superstar. Funny times we live in. Funny, funny fucking times. It's sad. Uh, I didn't plan too much for this uh, podcast, and I know surprisingly to my uh, few listeners who do listen on the regular, you're surprised that I'm back for a second week in a row. I told you guys, I'm here to stay. I hope. I get bored with things, but as long as I got my doobie on deck and and a microphone in front of me, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I still have yet to uh, think of how I'm going to run this podcast, so these next few podcasts will be all over the place because I didn't get a certain format. My old format was uh, uh, pop culture, uh, the latest in news and all that other things like that. But with so many podcasts out here doing those things, uh, opinions about pop culture and everyday things gets a little redundant. Yes, I'll talk about some stuff because I have to, but that's not going to be the main focus of the show. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck the focus is. I know I'm going to get on here and rant and and, uh, and vent about things that bothered me uh, throughout the week from the previous episode so last week I did this show on a Wednesday and today is Friday I'm sorry I know I said I'll do it on a Wednesday but we're not going to put no certain day we'll just say I'm going to do a podcast once a fucking week so work with me people because I have a hectic schedule sometimes with uh, stand-up comedy and just being on the scene trying to be on the scene so it's tough for me to come home and have the energy to do a podcast. That's why I'm actually doing it this late. I uh, just came in from the gym. I went to the gym today. I'm a Planet Fitnesser. Planet Fitness is pretty much getting on my nerves because, you know, their slogan is it's a no judgment zone. Okay, cool. I can get down with that. No judgment. You just come in there and you get your workout on. Okay, and and they like to promote that they only have one mirror in that motherfucker. That's not doing anybody any justice because people like to see their fucking results. Planet Fitness. 
And last week when I was in there, I wanted to weigh myself because I haven't weighed myself in a long time. I've just been I've just been back on my uh, my body weight situation and calisthenics and things like that because I want to stay limber. I don't want to be all big and swollen, can't lift my arms over my head and shit. Shit looks pretty uncomfortable, guys. I I know you th- you you looking mad, swollen. You you think the bitches is loving that shit, but dude, you're shrinking. I, you know, me and my cousin was just talking about how how motherfuckers as little as a motherfucker. Like growing up, I, it was a lot of people who was taller than me, and now I be seeing them. They be asking me that I get taller. I'm like, no, nigga, I didn't get taller. You shrinking? Are you stretching? Cause people, I want you to motherfuckers to stretch. Cause if you ain't stretching, you you it's like you're worthless. It's like a rubber band when you don't fucking stretch it out and and tighten it. You know, you know how a rubber band ain't worth shit unless you pull it, twist it, pull it, twist it. You know, the little fold situation. If you just put the fucking regular rubber band on some shit to hold it, that shit's gonna fall right the fuck out. That is basically your body. I don't know how I just uh put that together like that but it after i got done saying it it pretty much sounded right sounds like your body's a fucking rubber band and it's no good unless you stretch it so that's my health tip of the day i am sipping on a uh, a gorilla protein shake from juices for life which is down the street from me it's pretty good it has a what is it banana peanut butter protein of course uh some type of milk i can't remember what milk it was and some moss and also add them add a red apple and a peach last time i just added the apple i think i'm going to stick with just adding apple because the peach is like it's giving it too much of a taste or whatever like i said i'll be ranting so back to what i was talking about about planet fitness i was in there last week and i wanted to weigh myself because i haven't weighed myself in a long time so i asked the uh one of the guys who works at planet fitness i'm like yo dude you uh do y'all have a a scale in here anywhere and he said it with with his happy planet fitness self no we don't have scales in planet fitness and i looked at the motherfucker and i said yeah silly me for thinking that i can judge myself like i know it's the no judgment zone but nigga i need to know my results you know what i'm saying like come on now and it was this fucking Mexican in the in the gym that they pissed me the fuck off. This nigga's in there trying to jump rope with a with a uh, with a resistance band. Come on, Mister. I like, like And sometimes I can't mind my own fucking business, so I'm like, "Hey, Mister Mexican man, dude, that's not a jump rope. You you wondering why the why the shit is so fucking flimsy like a goddamn boiled noodle, nigga? It is not for rope jumping. It's not for jumping. But he kept on trying it. I'm just looking at him like, goddamn. Thank God you clean good, my nigga. Thank God you are good with with gardening because if we depended on the Mexican race to uh, to be our uh, trainers and physical physical trainers, nigga, we'd be fucking dead. This nigga was jumping rope with a fucking resistance band. I couldn't believe it. I just I'm like, yo, you must be a little slow and shit. Sometimes I, I talk to people like that. I'm like, yo, you're a little slow. And since he didn't really understand it, I knew he was fucking slow. But I'm looking at the motherfucker. I'm like, this nigga is really jumping rope with a fucking resistance. He's not even jumping. He's stepping over it because obviously a resistance band is not going to go over your head. I don't care how hard you turn the motherfucker. 
kind of let you got to be you got to be strong enough to throw a skittle through a brick wall is basically what I'm saying in order to try to fucking jump rope with a fucking resistance band. This little Mexican motherfucker. Yeah, I said, my nigga, you got you got to do something different, man. That that is bad. And I hate I hate going to the hate going in the gym and then you see my growing ass men using the uh, on the pull up bar. They using the shit the uh, the, the shit to put your knees in little. Little uh, support, they have the knee support on their pull-ups and shit. It's just like, dude, you a grown-ass man. You don't, you don't know it's women in here looking at how much of a sucker you look like. Dude, I'm judging you. I know that. Like, I'm part of playing in fitness, but, nigga, I'm judging motherfuckers. Because, nigga, I'd rather you do two pull-ups without the support uh, bar than to do 20 of them motherfuckers with the support bar. Like, nigga, you are not getting anything done, and you look like a bitch. You look like a bitch. It's just, it's fucking terrible, man. It is fucking terrible. How the fuck you ain't going to have no goddamn scale? Nigga, I want to know how much I fucking weigh. Motherfucker. And I took the, uh, I took the uh, public transportation, which is MTA, uh, here in New York. Now, I, I've been here for two, two years and some change now, two and a few months. And... In these past two years, I have taken public transportation more than I have in 25 years of living. I would say my whole 36, well, 35 years of living, but I wasn't, I, you know, I wasn't doing too much public transportation when I was uh, my first 10, 12 years of my life and shit. Wasn't doing too much of that shit, but here, goddamn. And what pisses me off about this goddamn public transportation is people who don't, who, I'm sorry, that was my uh, my lighter that just dropped. People who, who come on the bus or the train and they sit next to you, but they don't want to, before they sit down, they don't, uh, they don't take the stuff out of their pockets or the stuff that they need out of their pockets or put their wallet back in their pocket before they sit down. You know how frustrated it is for a motherfucker to sit down next to you and it ain't no fucking elbow room and this motherfucker is going in and out of his pockets trying to situate shit without no space. Like, dude, you just elbowed me in the mouth. Now, can I punch you in your mouth back? Because you you killing my ribs right now. Like, I feel like I'm playing against Dennis Rodman in 97 and shit the way you putting your fucking forearm in my fucking ribs because you ain't want to. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. People on public transportation is it's just fucking terrible, man. And if if you've never smelled a, a, a homeless person, a, a New York homeless person, or a, or some people call them bums and panhandlers, if you've never smelled a New York one, nigga, you've never smelled anything. These niggas are like the all stars of stink. Like I've never smelled something so bad in my life. And sometimes you you think you 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 lucked up on a whole cart to yourself, a, a train cart. And you walk on a joint, you notice, and ain't nobody on her. You're like, oh shit, damn! I could, you know, I can lay out if I wanted to. And then a little stink come up your left nostril and shit, because that's where stink goes at first. It goes straight to the left nostril, and then it makes its way through the cavity to to your right nostril. And then that's when you really smell like, oh shit, this is the this, this nigga is the Bill Russell of uh of homeless smell. Like nigga, you fucking stink. I'd be, I'd be ready to just throw fucking uh, dish detergent on the motherfucker, and I ain't even got none. I wish I just 
walked around with powder and perfume and, and cologne for these motherfuckers because, nigga, you fucking professional stink. I mean, they are professionals at this shit. And coming where I'm from, a small city, you know what I'm saying, bums don't smell that bad. You know, they, they stink, but, you know, they're bearable to stand next to or to at least share a fucking bus ride with. Jesus Christ. These New York motherfuckers, god damn, I ain't never, it's just, it just stink. It just fucking stinks, man. These are just a few things that, that just been getting on my motherfucking nerves. I want to shout out my man Rashid Wallace, who has just been hired to coach Jordan High School in North Carolina. It's no better coach than a tough-ass coach who you know played the game at its highest level. So shout out to my man Rashid Wallace. He is one of my uh, favorite NBA players. I just wanted to. Uh, shot him out. And while we're on basketball, I guess I got to congratulate LeBron James for uh, passing Michael Jordan fourth all-time in scoring. Uh, it came in a loss, which a lot of his uh, records have been broken during losses, unfortunately for for my man LBJ. But uh, a few weeks ago, after the All-Star break, LeBron James came out and said that he was activating – uh, playoff LeBron. It's a little early for for uh for LeBron to activate playoff LeBron, which he stated. But I I want to know if he if he deactivated and he just didn't tell us because ever since he said he activated the nigga ain't been doing shit and the team has been looking like a bunch of women playing basketball in gym class. And if you ever seen women play basketball in gym class, then you know it's pretty much like a fucking paper plate being blown around the street in the wintertime. Shit's all over the fucking place is basically what I'm saying. I don't know where that came from, but again, when I say stuff like that, it kind of fucking makes me feel like I'm a little smart and I got a little uh, a little game with me. But yeah, LBJ passed uh, Michael Jordan on, pat, on, on points and shit, which is dope. And LeBron is, LeBron is one of the best players we, we've ever had. I won't go on to say he's the GOAT. He's a goat, but he's not the goat. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a goat. There, there are a lot of goats. There, there are a few goats. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a goat. Magic Johnson's a goat. Larry Bird's a goat. Kevin Durant, he's he's going to be a goat. You, you know, uh, Charles Barkley, a goat. But the goat, T H E E, the goat, is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Now LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's good. He's going to and uh, his, his when he finishes his career, he'll be top five in assists and also scoring, which is phenomenal. Still, don't make him better than Jordan. The only thing he's better at Jordan at is being he's a better human being than Jordan, not a better basketball player. Better human being, not a better basketball player. Now, I want you to think about that. How, how, can you, how can you separate both? Because I can, nigga. I fucking can. And when I, I give it, I'm, I, it's kind of hard for me to give people props to people who they modeled their games after. Now, I've never compared Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James or vice versa, LeBron James to Michael Jordan because they're two different players. Jordan was a, a deadly scorer, lethal top-notch defender until the last whistle he played on the basketball court. 
never took a night off. Took a few years off, which is another reason why those numbers are a little bit shaky with the scoring shit. Because if Mike wouldn't have got hurt his first two years, uh, and also wouldn't have took those two years off to play baseball, which I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Like nigga, what, what nigga? Come on now, Mike. Yeah. I know, I know, you know. But not to get thrown off uh, subject. My my point was how LeBron James is a better person. He's a better person because he 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 uh, he's vocal for for uh, black rights and and, and uh, black struggle, and and he he's he's very he's very upfront in in his support of black. Michael Jordan, on the other hand, the only thing he supported on black motherfuckers was nigga when you find out text me and let me the fuck know cause this same man who got motherfucking got money into the prison system now I ain't mad at a motherfucker for getting their money but when when your money is funding something that uh locks away mainly minorities specifically black and latino which you are I, I got to look at you a little, a little sideways. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Because it's just, he's no, he's no Muhammad Ali. And when I think about it, the only sports player, LeBron's the only sports player within the last, I'll say maybe 10 years, who's been on some, some, some Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill, Bill Russell, Muhammad Ali type shit to where they – Make sure they're on the front line for black. Because black is important. This world don't run without no motherfucking black. Shit don't get landscaped without no without no without no Mexicans and shit. But that's a story for another day. I still can't believe this motherfucker was trying to jump rope with a resistance band. You got to be the dumbest Mexican that jumped the motherfucking wall, man. You have got to be the dumbest Mexican ever. Solid, solid, solid day. This is, this is, this, we're, we're, we're floating. We're floating. Not a lot of stuff that we can talk about. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. But LeBron's a bad motherfucker. I just will never say he's a better player than Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. I've seen the kid lose too many times. The only knock that I do, the only knock on LeBron James, uh, the only knock I have on him, because he's, he's, he's great at everything. Like, he can score. He's damn sure one hell of a fucking passer. Uh, he defends when he wants to. This year, I don't know. He just was like, fuck defense this year. I ain't got no time for this bullshit. My only problem that I've ever had with LeBron James is his pouting and his uh, his attitude when shit ain't going his fucking way. Like, nigga, I've watched this nigga fucking Olay on defense, let people run by him. Somebody get a layup, and he throw his hands up and look at one of his fucking teammates like they didn't play no defense no nigga that was your fucking man shit the other day Kyle, Kyle Kuzma had to push the motherfucker in order to close out on somebody on a three pointer and thank god he did it because it worked but LeBron wasn't trying to get out there that motherfucker Kuzma that's why I fuck with Kuz because Kuzma's a fake light skin nigga and I, you know I know every fake light skin nigga that has ever played sports in my life to give you a few Rod Woodson fake light skin you know, you know what I'm saying? Kyle Kuzma's a fake light skin. Uh, who 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 else is out here? I, I'm I'm starting to think Tatum got a little fake light skin in him, cause he he's he's a little tough too. He he's a little tough, motherfucker. 
And you know, we we got all us fake light skin motherfuckers, we got to stick together. What's my man name? Um, what the fuck? Uh, no, not not. Uh, I can't remember that motherfucker. I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of Carl Anthony Towns, who is who is he's light skinned That that nigga is for sure light skin. He could turn his face up like he ain't light skin, but nigga, we could see you light skin. Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes is Matt Barnes, my man. That's fake light skin, nigga. We the type of motherfuckers that like to get down and dirty, nigga. We want contact, physical play. This ain't no bullshit, nigga. You gonna have to go through me, motherfucker. You ain't going around me because I'm gonna cut your ass off and foul the shit out of you. Call ball if you want to. You can call ball. That's okay with me. I don't give a fuck. But you ain't gonna be out on this basketball court thinking that you ain't gonna get touched. You are. You will. Um, what else been going on out this motherfucker? Uh, I said what up to she Wallace. I don't fuck. I don't. I just wrote this. All I have written down in my notes. I have. I don't fuck with people who pick their afros out. I just don't trust them. It's not that I don't fuck with them. I don't trust motherfuckers who pick their hair out. Like nigga, it's something like it's something off about you that you can just pick your hair out. Like you look a little shaky, my nigga. You, you look like you, you know, what I mean, you stalk old women and shit. Like niggas who pick their afros out. I know damn well they be looking at old women in the market and shit. Like dude, what's up with your afro? I can't trust you. I can't something fishy about a nigga who takes the time to wake up in the morning to pick their hair out and pat it with their motherfucking hand. Nigga, stop fucking picking your fro out. Nigga, you look like a pedophile. I don't know why why I think pedophile when I see afros picked out, but that's what the fuck I think because I feel like you're trying to fool people into thinking, thinking something that it's not. Like, nigga the fuck is wrong with you? Don't be picking your afro out around me, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't make no motherfucking sense. Michael Jackson. I didn't watch the uh, the new Michael Jackson documentary that's showing on HBO. Um, let me get the title of this shit. Uh, After Neverland or something. HBO. Uh, Michael Jackson. Let me cut because I didn't watch it. I, uh, Leaving Neverland on HBO, which is a two-part original documentary, hosted by Miss Oprah Winfrey, a hussy who I've never trusted. I don't fuck with Oprah. I may be one of the only black motherfuckers who just look at Oprah like, bitch, something ain't right with you. What the fuck is Oprah doing interviewing these two motherfuckers who grown ass men now? These are the same two guys. This is the reason why I haven't watched the fucking documentary. They really want us to just cancel Michael Jackson for some fucking reason. Now, if he did it, he did it. But when he went on trial for all that shit and 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 got 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 all this shit, got off on all that shit, nigga, I was like, all right, man, Mike ain't do it. I can listen to Michael Jackson. Now, if he w- he had done it, I wouldn't have fucked with Mike no more. But these are two motherfuckers who who uh, families testified back in the day that Michael Jackson didn't do shit to him, didn't do anything, nothing happened. Now, however many years later, they grown as shit, and now they want to change their fucking stories up and say that Michael Jackson uh, molested them or, or did whatever the fuck he did. Listen, my nigga. Uh, only person I'm mad at is fucking Oprah Winfrey, because Oprah made so much fucking money off of Michael Jackson when he was alive. Now, all of a sudden, he did, and this bitch is interviewing people who trying to throw dirt on his fucking name, like... Come on, Oprah. How much fucking money do you want out this motherfucker? 
You know, like, how much is enough is enough, Oprah? Bitch, you tripping. You're supposed to be somebody who we could look at who's going to protect us. But no, you, you, you like, fuck it, nigga. And that's why the ratings stink. I've been reading the ratings on that shit. All I've seen was the ratings stink on that motherfucker. Because ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Bitch, Michael Jackson was Jesus on earth. If Jesus moonwalked, you know. Oh, fuck. How the fuck you think he moonwalked? That's some Jesus shit. Nigga walked on water. Jesus walked on water. This nigga uh, moonwalked on cement. I mean, it's just. Now, I don't know if Michael Jackson did anything to them kids. I don't believe that he did. I don't believe Michael Jackson did anything to the kids that the, the, the accusers are accusing him of or whatever. I don't, I don't think so. What I do know is Michael Jackson never was known for having no hoes and no bitches just sitting around Neverland. Like, niggas ain't never came over the crib and seen no bitches just, just, just dancing for Mike or nothing on some Floyd Mayweather shit. This nigga always just had bubbles and shit. Like, if bubbles could talk, this nigga would tell us that's what they needed to put on the goddamn stand is bubbles because bubbles know every goddamn thing. This nigga been around. But how the fuck... How the fuck do you, uh, how you Michael Jackson and you ain't got no bitches over the crib? But you got Macaulay Calkin over the motherfucking crib. And you got a monkey and an elephant out back. You ain't got no bitch. You ain't think not one time to call up no bitch and be like, yo, I got to show some bitches all this shit that I got going on over here. Nah, Mike, you, all you wanted to fucking do is play with Macaulay Calkin and, and have them kids sleeping over. That do sound a little weird for this motherfucker to have. Like, they said that he slept, that they slept over. But why the fuck are the kids sleeping over at my crib? Shit, man, that's fucked up. It, the more I talk about it, the more I think, like, damn, Mike, what the fuck was going on, man? Why didn't you have no huzzies over the crib? You ain't not one time call up Reby and have her call up one of her girlfriends and, 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 and tell her that, that you liked her. I ain't never heard Reeby talking about you was fucking one of her friends, nor Janet. But Janet was too busy getting her black bone back blown out by uh by Bobby Brown and shit. I'm I like Bobby was a bad motherfucker for letting us know that he was fucking Janet Jackson. He did it smooth too. He waited to the movie because I never knew that Bobby was fucking Janet Jackson. And I don't know how the fuck Janet uh took it when he kicked her out the out the room and shit like. Janet was on some bullshit, and Bobby was on some nigga. I'm Bobby Brown, bitch. I don't need you. Let welfare feed you. Mm-mm. But Mike ain't never had no bitches over the crib. Fuck you gonna tell a motherfucker to shim on, and you ain't got no bitches in the crib. Nigga, is you fucking crazy. You gotta call up a bitch, my nigga. Why you ain't, you ain't never asked Latoya Lou? Bony face ass if you could fuck one of her friends. Like, I know Latoya. Latoya looked like she had some hoes as friends that, that's down to fuck on the first night. So, if you telling me that you ain't fucking one of Latoya friends, nigga, you are fucking no goddamn bye, Mike. You fucking nut. Come on, Mike. You ain't had no bitches over the crib. Bunch of monkeys and Macaulay Culkin. You got to be fucking kidding me. You have got to be fucking kidding me. No, it's just weird. But I ain't. I'm not fucking with. Uh, I, I never was a, a big fan of Oprah any goddamn way, because I think Oprah's just one of the biggest opportunists there is in the fucking game, and she's a fucking coon. She's a good coon, but she's a coon nonetheless. 
Cause she she finessed her way to where she at. She 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 did it. I just you know, I don't know. And R. Kelly finally came out and had a fucking interview with his trifling. He finally sat down with Gail. It was a hell of a fucking interview. It's like when that nigga when that nigga found out where that camera was, nigga, he directed everything to the camera. Nigga lost his mind. Kelly, you did it. It's all good. I just hope you ain't still doing that shit. Them other bitches, them them two them two bitches, Jocelyn or and uh Ariel. You did a good job on them. You 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 manipulated the shit out of their minds because them bitches, nigga, they don't give a fuck about nobody but you. I got this joke about uh Solomon. And how he has 700 wives and 300 concubines. And I'm just thinking, like, how the fuck did he spend his holidays, nigga? Like, it's a tough-ass holiday. Nigga, I don't know. But, you know, that's the shit that we fucking live in. R. Kelly. R. Kelly's a motherfucking pie piper. Nigga said, seems like you're ready. I could have swore you was ready. I said, oh, shit. This nigga's crazy. Back in the day, you ain't think about that shit. But nigga said, seems like you're ready. I could have swore you was ready. Mm. Jesus Christ. Before I end this podcast, because I've, uh, I've vented. This is, this is, I think I like the vent. I really think I like the fucking vent. But I don't know if I can, uh, save stories. Here we go. I, I had a few things. One of my one of my favorite actors, uh, Kevin Spacey, was charged with felony sexual assault. Damn, Kevin Spacey, I really fuck with you. You're a hell of a fucking actor, but who would have known you was out here just trying to force yourself on boy butt? You out here forcing yourself on male ass and underage underage ass. The kid who's accusing him is. Uh, 18-year-old young man who had no idea that the famous actor was an alleged sexual predator or that he was about to become his next victim. They call this, he's a predator, so this is not the first time. And he fucked up the show, uh, that show on Netflix, uh, House of Cards or whatever the fuck. Yeah, House of Cards. That was one of my favorite shows. And then he go and get caught up in a in a ring of touching on boy butt. Man ass This nigga's a fucking fool Come on Frank I don't trust no nigga named Frank any goddamn way Every nigga I know named Frank Is a sneaky motherfucker Now let's talk about it Now I want y'all all to think about Niggas who you know name is Frank These niggas is some sneaky Conniving motherfuckers Look like they could just pickpocket a motherfucker With no hands Like nigga how'd you get in my pocket with your sneaky ass Every Frank I fucking know is a sneaky motherfucker. It's like Philly niggas. All Philly niggas look like they fucking got a scam in their back pocket, nigga. They can't wait. They just scam this shit out of you. Don't make no goddamn sense. Kevin fucking Spacey, you're done. I had a few other things I wanted to talk about. Oh, how a black man outsmarted a neo-Nazi group and became the new leader. Yes, folks, we have a new spook who sat by the door. This man is a hero. We 
need to have a national James Hart Stern Day. Let me tell you about this guy. Let me tell you. Without notifying his followers or even his inner circle, the longtime president of a legacy neo-Nazi group signed over its control to a black civil rights activist from California, James Hart Stern, 54-year-old with a history of infiltrating white supremacist groups, is the new leader of the National Socialist Movement. Oh, man. Nobody's more clever than a black man. No, no, no. Nobody's more clever than a black man. Stern's first move as president was to address a pending lawsuit against the group by asking a Virginia judge to find it guilty of conspiracy to commit violence at the Ditley Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville in 2017. Next, his plans to transform the hate group website into a space for Holocaust history lessons. Uh, We need a James Hart Stern day. He's quoted as saying, as a black man, I took over a neo-Nazi group and outsmarted them. Well, guys, I've never looked at a KKK or a neo-Nazi person and thought the smartest guys in the class. I've never looked at a neo-Nazi or a KKK and thought, oh, that's the sharpest knife in the drawer. No, my people, I've never thought that. And that's why black people can outsmart these dumb motherfuckers anytime we want. You know why? Do you know why? Because we are the chosen people. Always remember that. We are the chosen people. This has been a wonderful, wonderful episode 15 of the Everyday J Podcast. We're going to call this one, what am I going to call this one? The chosen people. Yeah. Chosen people is the title of this illustrious podcast i am jay sutton and like i always like to say do it big or don't do it at all why get hit by a car when you can get hit by a bus i'm just saying be great my friend be great this is jay sutton signing off the everyday jay podcast episode 15 the chosen one tell a friend to tell a friend and tell your mom I'm the finger pop champ. I'm the finger pop champ. Yeah. I make her wet with the finger. But if she smells like shit, I ain't giving her shit. That don't go well, but I don't care. All right, let me stop playing. All right, guys, I'll catch y'all next week. I'm not going to give you a specific day, but listen. Be good, keep your head on a swivel, and keep your eyes open. Niggas is out here scamming. And watch your pockets and your fucking wallets. The chosen one. The chosen people. I choose you. I don't want to end it, but I have to. So peace.